Welcome, hello, and welcome to the Whippy Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Jacob, and welcome to our very first podcast today. Hey guys, what's going on? That was our totally not paid for uh, introduction, and it's probably going to suck every time. But if you're a creative out there and you want to make a great podcast introduction, we can't pay you, but we can give you free I don't know what this is. Free cake. Free advertising. Oh, yeah. We have cake. In the front. Um, <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you hear this before the cake is gone. <laughs> Anyways, guys, what's up? Welcome to our podcast, the first of its kind here from uh, Whippy Christian in Whippy, Ontario, in Canada, in the Great White North. All the good things. And hey, we're just excited to uh, be able to do this. We just wanted to give you guys opportunity to hear from uh, your leaders as well as some of your peers. We're gonna have some students on here as the year goes on. And we just wanted to give you guys opportunity to hear uh, just stories and testimonies that you wouldn't be able to hear outside or in our youth group since we only gather really once a week in person. And uh, so yeah, that's really the premise and the purpose of this podcast. Um, but we hope that even if you don't attend Whippy Christian, that you would just be blessed by each of these things. Uh, our leaders are going to come on and whoever's on here with a specific theme or just a kind of a topic that we're going to chat with. And um, for those of you who didn't know, well, nobody knew this, <clears throat> but our guest today is Chantel. Say hi to everybody, Chantel. Hi, everybody. Oh, she's doing so great. Um, for those of you guys who didn't already know or maybe you don't know anything about us Chantel works here at Whippy Christian helping to pretty much do everything you're a jack of all trades I mean, masters of none I, that just like yeah just like a support for Jacob and Pastor Jacob and Pastor Sarah um yeah just kind of the middle guy running around <laughs> yeah and she's doing great she's been crushing it as you can tell she's been eating cake that's why she talked about it yeah I'm just kidding. You can't tell. <laughs> That's just rude. Let me just retract that whole statement. I guess it's recorded now. It so was, you know I, what? Let's just get away from cake. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't take it any anyways. That's fine. All right, perfect. Chantel, why don't you tell yourself why don't you tell the fans, the the <laughs> podcast listeners, the people. Tell the people yeah. about you. Okay. Well, people. Um, yeah, I'm Chantel and um I have a younger brother who's currently in Bible college as well out in BC and um yeah his name is Graham or Gwam because that's what his Instagram is if you want to creep him I'm pretty sure his profile is open anyway okay (laughs) didn't even mean to say all that um but yeah and I live in Bowmanville so if you don't know Bowmanville I usually say like Oshawa and then it's like 15 minutes east of Oshawa so like Clarington area that's where I live um and I first started coming to Whippy Christian um in 2017 um I was still in school so I went to Bible college in Peterborough and um yeah my family we went to a church beforehand that we have like went to since when the beginning of like when we got saved wow and like yeah so um, I want to say that was probably 13 years we were there for. And, um, and then, yeah, me and my family were going through a bit of a transition and personal things. And so we decided to transition out of that church and come here. And, um, yeah, and then I, I think it was October 2017. I was in my fourth year and, um, I, 
came on a Sunday with my family and um and then I decided I wanted to start like helping out with youth and um sorry I'm saying I'm a lot but anyway that's okay that's okay (laughs) okay yeah and then so I started like helping out youth in October um and I met like Kristen that like the first night of youth which was like super fun and like I felt pretty like really welcomed right away right away because we like hit it off pretty pretty good like the first night and like yeah shout out to you Kristen she's the real deal Kristen is just amazing yeah Yeah. I I love her so much yeah and so it was funny because I remember that night the reason why okay this is the reason why we like clicked I guess quickly because we were partnered together to welcome the kids in for the night so we were like standing together outside welcoming the kids in and I remember later on that night Michaela Jane's if you're listening to this show to you as well she's also amazing yeah she asked Kristen I didn't know this happened on the night of but anyway um she asked Kristen so how long have you known her for and Kristen's like 10 minutes oh wow (laughs) so it's one of those awesome relationships eh? yeah it was it's it was really cool but um yeah it's something that we kind of like reminisce on because it was just like it was just a cool moment um and so yeah I started helping out with the Christian and then I ha- I went away on internship in January um, with school, so I was gone for, like, those three months. So, like, I started helping for, like, three months, so, like, October, November, December, and then I left in January, so January, February, March. So, what year is this, 2000? So, to the end of 2017 going into 2018. Wow. Yeah. Ages ago. Yeah, I know. Right. It's crazy. It <laughs> seems like a long time ago. Um, and, yeah, I went on internship in Ottawa, then I came back and I didn't really know when I was on to internship, I didn't really know where my life was really going, whether I wanted to go into ministry right away or not. Like I knew obviously like I wanted to go into ministry at some point. I just didn't know the timing of that. And um, and so um, my mom's friend works at a law firm downtown Toronto and she told me about an opening at the firm and so I like just decided to apply and that was like nearing the end of internship and and so um, I like interviewed and I got the job and and then I still helped it at Whippy Christian until like I couldn't anymore so like mm-hmm basically I helped out until the end of the summer I want to say and then my hours started to change at the firm because um like at that time it's changed now but at that time we were open till one in the morning so I would it would yeah it would be like rotational shifts of like I'd go in like for two weeks from like five to one and then the next two weeks it would be like eight to five like a normal shift wow yeah so it just sounds horrible yeah (laughs) so I couldn't so I didn't help out at youth because I didn't want to like be like well I don't know when the next time I'm coming to youth is and stuff like that and I wanted to be all in it or not at all and um and then I just finished up the firm like in July and then I started here for as a summer student for two months and then with the intentions of me staying wow yeah that's exciting that was a big ramble yeah that's okay though yeah so in all of that (laughs) How did, this is one of the things you're talking about, is that you knew you wanted to get into ministry. So did you have one of those like Saul moments where God was speaking to you and you're like, wow, this is so clearly God. And you're like, yes, I will do it. Yeah. Or was it just like, 
you just had that feeling, desire, passion for youth and for ministry. Uh, yeah. So kind of talk about yeah. how did you know that yeah. this is what you're supposed to do? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, so I had like, I think since grade eight, I had always wanted to do nursing and it was actually like, so before that I went to like Shore Pentecostal camp for I, only like two years. I was like their kids camp. Um, and I think the first time I went two or three years, I think, uh, the first time I went, um, there was a service that Kathy Maeda was like leading the camp that week. And I also love her. Yeah, I know. I, I love her. We're going to hit up every, every yeah. shout out possible. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get it yeah. here in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she was leading the service and I remember, um, it was like an altar call for, um, like she wanted us to ask God, like, what do you want God to like do with your life? Like mm. ask him, what do you want him to do? And so I remember going up and to the altar, like alone and like asking God that question. And I felt like he said to me missionary and like, at Ooh. the time, I didn't really know what that meant, to be honest. Like, yeah. I was just kind of a kid. And, like, yeah. <laughs> so so that was, like, the first initial time that I felt, like, him speaking to me. Yeah. And um, and so – but it, it kind of was, like, um, various moments throughout my walk. So, so that was probably, like, in elementary school. And then throughout high school, we went to – me and my family and a few friends went um, – on a few youth retreats in the downtown Toronto church. And I remember um, down there is where I really felt like God again, like speaking to me and saying like, like you need to go into full-time ministry. And I remember in the moment I, like I said yes to God. Yeah. I think I've told you this story a few times, but yeah, that's um, <laughs> okay. They they haven't heard this. Yeah, <laughs> but I I remember like saying yes to God with my mouth, but in my heart I was like, no, like I'm not doing that. I do not want to do that. I can't do that. I don't see why you think I can do that. And um, that was like I want to say grade ten, mm. and um. Yeah, I was mostly crying because I just did not want to do it. And also because I was worshiping Jesus. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was honestly kind of a scary moment. Um, and then when I got to Bible college, I still was going to do nursing. Like, yeah. I still, I was going to go for one year, do nursing after. And um, and then in Bible college, like it was in my second year where I felt like I needed to stay, like, in school. And I felt like... Um, I was trying to like push it off and like not do it. But then God was like, no, like I want you to stay. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of that journey Yeah. to where I am today. But And here you are. Yeah. So how would, how would you say missionary plays into like, is that, is that like an urban missionary, so to speak of like, you just feel like called to be a part of the local church. Is there something that you're like, this is what I think's down the road or is it just mm -hmm. really kind of up in there? I'd love to hear that. No, yeah. Um, I've honestly had that thought a lot because when I went to Bible college, I was like, I don't really know how this, like, because I guess, <clears throat> excuse me, my opinion of, like, missionary was, like, oh, only overseas when I had first, like, felt that on my heart and, like, throughout school. And um, I think that where, like, now where it stands is, like, it is kind of up in the air to be honest I don't really know what that looks like mm -hmm. um right now and 
throughout school too like i learned like it does mean like it can also mean like canada and your own like place like where you live it can mean like doing missions in there and stuff like that yeah and so yeah i should probably like pray about that and like ask god to define that more for me but um yeah so it's kind of up in the air sweet yeah That's maybe okay. it's in the future i don't know yeah that was actually one thing julie and i kind of had got connected on that's that was actually part of how we started dating was there was i had a prophetic word for her and it was about missions because i i have strongly felt for a long time missions to the middle east um, and to specific countries that are i don't know just oddly high on the persecution rate it was just something i was like yes i want to go and just be martyred for my faith and that was it and then we got together and julie and i just really felt led here and i was just like okay this is not the middle east yeah this is the middle of whippy (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so yeah like we don't know that's still something we're really passionate about but Mm -hmm. like god doesn't just put things on your heart and then just be like haha yeah you don't get to have like that that doesn't make any sense right so there's definitely just a sense of like hey you just gotta we just have to be honored like we just have to honor god with all that we have right now like with that one talent that parable of the talents like we have to do our best to honor him with the one and then wherever he puts us next right like two talents like we're going to honor him there and like every opportunity you have is just like yeah we don't know like necessarily this doesn't really make sense of that was our passion and it's not that we're not passionate about being here it's just that was just a season of time and then god's going to reveal that when the time is right yeah and who knows right like there's always areas like even whippy here represents a lot of middle eastern people and like that was something that was in our heart and our culture and that's growing yeah. And so who knows, right? Like God can use that. And like you said, Canada is all over the place when it yeah. comes to like diversity and just cultures. And it's pretty amazing. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful thing. No, it is. Yeah. It's kind of cool that you don't really know like what the future looks like sometimes in that aspect. Like it's kind of exciting mm-hmm. to like that. That's like a future thing. Does that Does that idea ever scare you of my future is unknown (laughs) um like um okay in the past i guess i'll relate it to the past like i remember um when i was like finishing internship and not knowing what was going on and like i was not scared it was actually Mm -hmm. super exciting i remember i actually wrote a facebook post about (laughs) it and i never (laughs) post anything on facebook but um i'm gonna find it right now yeah (laughs) just scroll (laughs) back i i just talk about how like um that it's i've never really felt such a peace and like excitement in the season of unknowing Mm -hmm. things and that it's kind of the best place to be is to have your trust in god in those moments and so obviously that's not to say there are like there are times where it is scary but like in the past for me like it's been more of an excitement to trust god what's next even coming here like i was like like at the firm i kind of could tell like my season was kind of ending there and it like was exciting to like Mm -hmm. i don't know to like see what was next and stuff and so yeah so was that ever something that you dealt with in the past was there ever a sense of Cause I know when you were talking about your, just your, you felt God call you to be there and you're like, nope, like that's yeah. nope. Was that like a fear driven thing or was that just like a, you had plans and God had different oh, plans? Oh, oh no, that was okay. Yeah. That was definitely a fear thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't under, I think I just did not understand why God was calling me because I was like, oh yeah. Cause I think I mentioned this before, but, um, cause I, there were like people around me like didn't really support me in that. And like, I had people say, like, I can't see you being a pastor and stuff. So I didn't have the support system, Mm. which kind of, like, I guess, influenced my own thoughts about what God could call me to do. And so um, I just, yeah, I didn't understand why God was calling me because I didn't see myself fit for it. Yeah. 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 So let's switch gears but kind of stay in the same place. And I want to ask you this question. What are the things that you're passionate about? Yeah. Because I think that will also help us to get a better understanding of you, but also yeah. kind of help maybe some others feeling. Yeah. I just think along the same lines of, um, of kind of what you're talking about, like you went through, right. And maybe understanding a bit of the things that you're passionate about might help to understand, yeah. Oh, there's more options than just a, B and C out there for me. And so, yeah, just kind of yeah. share about that. Yeah. Um, so that actually does really lead into what I'm passionate about and like kind of why I am in ministry now is because I want to be like that voice for people and um, that they can do anything that God is calling them to do, like either like in a pastoral context or not, no matter what it is, like God can use you and he wants to use you. And I just think like, yeah, I'm really passionate about instilling into students that you actually are enough like god Mm -hmm. makes you enough and like you can do it even if there's people around you that are saying you can't like that's ultimately why i like in the end i chose to like kept going on the path because i'm like well god is calling me to this and so i i want to obey that like you know and Mm so yeah that is a huge passion of mine especially like in just like 2020 now I feel like more than ever like it's just so easy to just get discouraged and just comparison and like feel like you can't like do something and so that's definitely one of like my many passions so yeah yeah that's awesome yeah and yeah is there anything that you would say you would want to just share for anybody who feels like they're less than perhaps maybe what God's calling them to or just not good enough? Like how would you go about maybe encouraging somebody in that and just helping them understand mm-hmm. a bit about what God's put on their heart, right? Like how, how would you share with somebody who came to you yeah. and said, hey, I don't understand? Yeah. yeah. I think one thing that I feel like, not to like be boastful, but I think I'm good at <laughs> relating to people. And like, so the first thing that I would do in that situation is, tell them about a situation where I felt the exact same way and Mm -hmm. like how I got through it and and what I did in that moment and like I feel like it depends on like who I would talk to but I would definitely say like I've been in that situation and I know where you're going through and this is some of the things I was feeling while I was in that situation it's just so that they can understand like they're not the only one like feeling that way I think that's a huge thing and a huge lie that society puts out there in general is just that you are the only person going through that you're Mm -hmm. the only person feeling that way so it kind of creates a uh like a barrier for you to talk to other people because you feel like you're the only one so who can really relate to you Mm -hmm. and so um 
yeah that would be like what I would do and just like encourage them myself too and be like you are capable of more than you think you know what I mean and there is a trust and reliance on God you do have to put and like a trust in God because you can't really do it alone. Like, (laughs) you know, so I would also encourage them in that too, that a huge part of it is relying on God to shape you and to prepare you for what he wants you to do. Because even now, like I, we all need to do that. Like you couldn't get through ministry. You couldn't get through life without like having your reliance on him, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's actually something that I even went through. Um, cause I remember when I was in high school, God was like, Hey, it wasn't like, it wasn't that booming voice thing. It was just, I really just strongly felt in my heart. Hey, I think I'm supposed to go into pastoral ministry and become a pastor. And I was like, no, yeah. that's okay. God, like, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. Like, I don't want to do that. I can't do that. I can do basketball. Like I could play, I'm good at basketball. Yeah. So God, I think maybe I'm supposed to go play basketball. Yeah. And so that's actually why I ended up going to Redeemer, even though God was like, hey, I need you here. I was like, nope, I'm going to go there because it was like that fear thing of I just felt really alone in that decision. And like my parents, like they were amazing and helped me through all of it. But it was just like I never really probably processed things out loud with them or helped them to understand like, hey, I have a big sense of fear when it comes to going in and doing what God wants versus what I want to do. And then, yeah, a lot of things happened those three years that just weren't really good. Some were really good, and I learned a lot from it. Um, and, yeah, and then I got a, a major concussion. And this is at, like, the peak of my basketballing and peak of my worldliness, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, partying and, and living that lifestyle. And, and then uh, as I was kind of considering because this was in, it was like January, February that I got my concussion. So for the rest of the school year, I just began to question like, God, what am I doing here? Like, I just felt like I was wasting my life, like wasting money, wasting all these things. And God's like, you got to go to Bible college. And I was like, bro, no, like I'm not doing that. Yeah. And um, have you ever seen like the Jonah VeggieTales movie? Um, I did not really watch VeggieTales at all. Okay, so. <laughs> so for anybody who's seen VeggieTales, the Jonah movie, there's like this giant wooden map, and on the very side of the map is a little star, and Jonah's like, I want to go there. And that was kind of me. It was just like, I'm, I'm just going to go the opposite way, as far away as I can from where God wanted me, because it was just a sense of fear of like, God, you yeah. can't even use me. Like, I'm a drunk. I'm, I'm sleeping around before marriage. I lie to people. I'm, I'm prideful, like all these things. I was like, God, forget it. You just can't use me. And, um, and so anyways, I went back home and God got a hold of my life and began to like, I just began to spend time with him very little, but just began to spend a bit of time with him. Mm -hmm. And my heart was really changed and shaped to, yeah, eventually just listen. And like, I, I kind of went begrudgingly because my dad, I love my dad. And he waited 49 years. Sorry, dad, if you're listening <laughs> to out you like that, to finally go to Bible college. Um, Cause God had called him when he was my age at the time. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I don't want to be like my dad going at 50. I'd rather just get it over with now and become oh, a youth pastor. Okay. So that's why you went when fear. you Fear. It was all about fear. Yeah. And um, anyways, I ended up just falling in love with Jesus. And when I was finally in the place where God wanted me to be, whether I was there begrudgingly or not, 
God just got a hold of my life and I began to like, I fell in love with what I was doing with my life, with the Lord. I fell in love with a girl and we got married and then we came here. Right. And it was just yeah, like, I would come along everybody and say the same thing that Chantal's been saying is that like, Hey, it might be scary. I want to say scary as heck, but I don't know if that's the right, <laughs> if I can say that on our podcast, yeah, yeah. it might just be really <laughs> scary. Um, of the unknowns and what's ahead Mm -hmm. but the simplicity is like if you face if you just face it with the lord even though he might not seem with you it's actually it's actually super fun yeah because you're not holding that weight anymore on yourself because you're letting god hold the weight so it's actually not like stressful well of course it's stressful but you know what i mean it's almost like i felt like i was taking a mask off like I felt like Troy Bolton when I was in high school, like the <laughs> basketball guy. Yeah. And even when I was at Redeemer and I wanted to be not the basketball guy. Yeah. And I remember like sitting in my house crying over that because that was just the expectation. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like I want to, I didn't know what I wanted to do, yeah. but God knew. Yeah. And so, yeah, just a sense of like liberation of like, this is who I'm created to be mm-hmm. was probably the best feeling Yeah. ever. And I'm yeah. sure you you feel that more and more as yeah. you like see God reveal that in your life too. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think it's funny how you said like, okay, it's not funny, but it's really <laughs> <laughs> like when you got your concussion, I feel like sometimes like God needs to like, I'm not saying this was that, but like sometimes God needs to like slap us in the face and like be like, okay, actually you need to go on the right direction here. Pretty hard like, slap. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like sometimes he, he does allow things to happen in order for us to go on the track. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that was something that in the moment I got really mad at God of like, why did you allow this? Yeah. Even though I had I barely ever talked to God, I'm like, God, I was so mad. I'm like, God, why did you do this? You brought me here to play basketball, and now I can't even do that. Yeah. And God was like, I didn't even bring you here. Yeah. And I was like, shoot, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I was just so mad at myself and just everything. That, that's, like, that was part of the reason why I ran. Um, but, yeah, I just, yeah, the concussion thing, definitely looking back, God used that so mightily to get my head on straight because mm-hmm. I was – dating a girl I wasn't meant to date. I was doing things that weren't serving him at all. If it wasn't for that, uh, my coach and I had that conversation at one point of potentially looking. He said I had the potential to play pro basketball overseas um, if I had trained and and worked on that. And so it was just like, there were options beginning to open that were like, okay, yeah this is god like that's an op- that's an open door and it was it was never actually the thing it was just i think sometimes we do that too of like here's an open door it must be god yeah and it's like it actually wasn't and um it was just something that i i was good at god had given me that for that season of my life to build skills and learn things but that wasn't my end goal like professional basketball was never my finish line just as like for you working in a lawyer's office that was never yeah that was not your finish line no (laughs) and so but sometimes god uses those things um in the midst of everything going on to help bring us into that place of this is where you belong yeah so just kind of from that do you want to share any of your own experiences or maybe emotions feelings whatever um from when you were working at the lawyer's office and kind of Mm -hmm. in that place of i know we talked about this a bit earlier of just 
God, why am I here? This doesn't yeah. make sense. Um, and just kind of unpack that a bit for everybody. Yeah. 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 So I worked in downtown Toronto for two years, um, like right after I graduated until, yeah, just up until July, this past July. And uh, yeah, me and Jacob were talking about this before, but like in that season, I it was almost kind of confusing for me a lot of the time because my hours there like again like didn't allow for me to like be available to like help out with with ministries at Mm -hmm. church and um and so yeah I was just saying how like in that season it was it was confusing because I felt like that job was like God like I felt like it was like I remember saying this to you like when I had the interview like I just knew (laughs) that like I'm like oh like I I got the job you know what I mean? Like, not in a boastful way, but I just, like, it's just one of those moments in life where you just know, you know? And and so that's what kind of caused more confusion, I guess, for me, because I was in that season of, like, but but now I can't do, like, what I'm passionate about, or now I can't um, be around, like, the church community. Like, mm-hmm. I, of course, I had friends that were my community during that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... It was a time of like waiting on God and in the in the midst of it too, like learning what I needed to learn in that time, like being in the corporate world, like the real world, how people are treated and like how much you have to stand up for yourself. Like mm-hmm. I learned a lot and how to stand up for myself in those two years and not like be walked all over. And um, I honestly, yeah, yeah, no. So that was really good to learn those life skills at the same time as um, waiting on God and just trusting him in um, that process. Because I think I was saying to you before, Jacob is like, I remember I like felt a lot of guilt in that season of Mm -hmm. not doing like what I was passionate about. And like, and I, I was reflecting on that more. And I think the more of the reason why I felt that guilt is, I guess I just didn't want to disappoint people. And, I also didn't want to be like, like, oh, I just graduated Bible college and I'm so passionate about these things and then like not be able to do them. Mm -hmm. Like, and so that was kind of my time there. Just a lot of waiting on God and like him shaping me and molding me. And I remember like it was super negative. Like I got into a super negative space and um, yeah, not relying on God and just yeah Mm -hmm. becoming super upset and I remember there was a time where uh then I went to over to Jacob and Julia's house I think this was like the midway point this was like a year in Mm -hmm. I think it was last November because that was like a year ago almost um and I remember that was like a turning point for me in that season because I it was just such an encouragement like that night was such an encouragement and like we were praying for each other. There was like probably like five or six of us at your guys' house. Yeah, kind it was of about thing. six. Sticks, yeah. yeah, and and so um, I remember Julia saying to like, "It's okay to like not love the place you're in right now." And mm-hmm. so that was super encouraging. And like, I just felt after that like my complete mindset and attitude changed. Like I became a lot more positive. And even my parents noticed, and I didn't open up to them a lot about. Yeah work because I didn't want to be the complaining person anymore and right. they even like saw that shift and so yeah no that was that was kind of yeah my thing like after that I was like wow like I'm really gonna trust God because that is 
what I should do and what I am going to do and like kind of like um what's the word wanting to do yeah. you know what I mean from mm-hmm. that point on but yeah 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 I just want to share a little bit um just about what happened that night mm-hmm. um just from our perspective of kind of what happened to help others in those kinds of situations so we just had um we just Julie and I had just invited some young adults over to our home to just kind of hang out and we didn't have an agenda we didn't have any expectations I remember you guys come over and we're like so what are we doing and we're like I don't know yeah we're just here right yeah and um we just ended up I think worshiping a little bit like just a little bit ended up chatting and we just took some yeah. time to actually just pray over each other mm-hmm. and um it wasn't like Julie and I weren't excluded from that it wasn't just like hey we're leading this we're gonna pray over you it was like hey we just want to be blessed by the community of believers by the yeah. church yeah and um we're just going to take some time to just ask god hey is, is there some encouragement for this yeah. person is um is there any prophetic words words of knowledge like those kinds of things god like right. what are you trying to say to each of these individuals and mm-hmm. there was just some amazing things that came from that and um yeah and so i just want to encourage every single listener like if you don't have people that you're currently praying with or you're having Christian friends over and you're not encouraging one another, praying for one another or spending time doing that, then you need to because that's ultimately like that was life changing. I know for you and a couple others that like that was just an imperative moment in their walk of the season of life that they were in. And it doesn't have to be like this weird, freaky. It wasn't a weird, freaky thing. Mm -hmm. There were crying yeah (laughs) right but yeah and um but yeah you know like we had fun and it was just like we got to hang out and we weren't watching a movie for three or four hours you know just doing that it was just we took it it was like probably an hour and a half of our night and just spent time praying and blessing one another and so i just encourage listeners like do that invite some people over just say hey we're gonna pray for each other tonight and just come with an expectation that god's gonna just do something awesome Yeah, it's super important to have that community of, like, just, like, a safe place where you can, like, confide in and just talk about, talk through stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, like, like the Bible says you need community. It takes a village, right, to, like, to, like, walk this walk. So, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And I know now you have your own little tribe (laughs) just down the road (laughs) from us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my my best friends live literally a two-minute walk probably from Jacob and Julia's house. So, yeah, a little sidebar there. But. Yeah, a little sidebar. <laughs> it's all right. Now everybody's going to know where we live. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. And so that would just be, yeah, there's just been some amazing times birthed from those things. And um, yeah, do you have any maybe thoughts or perspective on somebody who wants to do that? But maybe they're just like anxious or worried mm-hmm. or they're like, I don't know how to do that. Like, do you have any encouragement yeah. or, or thoughts? Like, okay, just a, here's a sidebar, guys. Chantel <laughs> has the gift. This is in the Bible. Check it out. First Corinthians 12. I think it's first Corinthians 12. Uh, the gift of encouragement. And Chantel has just this amazing way of just speaking into your life. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm so encouraged. And you're just like, I'm so built up all of a sudden. And Chantel's just living life. She's just doing her thing. And that's Thank just who you. she is. That's so nice. um, So that's, that's why I want you to just encourage everybody. Yeah. And um, it's just, yeah, it's just natural. And it's a beautiful thing that we need more of in the church. So. Thank you. That's so nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so someone trying to find a community. Um, I 
the first thing that I guess came to mind is like it doesn't have to be like a group of people at the beginning like necessarily like even if it's just like one person you can start mm-hmm. off like having a friendship and then building into that more because I mean I know for my like my friends like it took a long time to get to the place we're at right now like of of community and just building each other up and also just like correcting each other and um, pointing out things in our lives that like we need to work on that takes a long time mm-hmm. like and so I think just start off by just finding that one person that like you can trust and you know you can trust and just like go from there and then um, you can encourage other people like if you're if you're seeing that other people need that too like encourage them to come into your circle because likely the likelihood is is that other people do need that and they do want that and mm-hmm. so um like we crave that right as humans and so like we need that we need the positive aspect of community more in this world and so yeah maybe just finding like one person to start it doesn't have to look like the end goal at the beginning Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah so there's so many yeah you could take a whole sermon or a whole time to just teach on that right like so often even in our culture i think it's just this idea of we see somebody who has like 8 million followers on Instagram and they're like, I have to have content that looks like theirs is like theirs. I have to produce it the same amount all the time. Or we watch, you know, these pro athletes and we miss like, for me, it was basketball, right? Like you miss a basket and you lose your mind because you're like, ah, like Steph Curry would hit that. Like, why am I so trash? And it's just like, we beat ourselves up Mm -hmm. sometimes for not being at the end when Mm -hmm. it's just the beginning. That's good. And I think yeah, to kind of, yeah, I didn't even know that was, gonna come out of my mouth but (laughs) to kind of almost sum up what we've been talking about is kind of that like don't be so afraid of the end that you lose where you are in the beginning Mm -hmm. because that's where you are right now right like even in your life like this is the beginning of years of life hopefully ahead lord willing i I don't know (laughs) yeah no no days promised but that's uh that's so exciting yeah yeah any any other thoughts any other things you want to chat about um i'm just really excited to like this is like super probably like doesn't sound personal but i am super excited to get to know you guys and everyone that's listening just like the students like that is like my passion and so i'm so excited to like get to know you guys and i know i'm not saying that to your face in front of you but like (laughs) i still stand by it and yeah i'm excited to like see you guys and interact with everybody yeah yeah that's awesome yeah sweet so so one thing we want to do just as we're wrapping up here today guys we just want to uh just kind of wrap up in prayer every time and our guests are always going to close in prayer and just bless you guys and anyways we hope that you guys have enjoyed our very first podcast they're going to come out every monday hopefully and um yeah you guys can follow us tell your friends tell whoever you want it's a nice different outlet than zoom so yeah <laughs> you don't need to you can be like cleaning your room doing other things <laughs> and you can have Chantel's voice in your ears <laughs> it's a great time <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome so why yeah. don't you pray Chantel yeah. just bless them today all right um thank you lord so much for this day for this opportunity that um you've given us to just speak to the students and 
uh, share our hearts and I just pray for the future guests that come on and share their heart God that you would just guide the conversation that you would provide encouragement and that you ultimately would just do what you want to do with this podcast and I just pray for all the students right now that are in school um, that you would just encourage them and bring them comfort in this really unknown time and um, yeah we just bless it in your name Jesus amen 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 well thanks everybody for tuning in uh we just hope you guys have a really great week if you're with our youth group we'd love to see you guys thursday yeah just come on out bring a friend or yeah Yeah. just do whatever do whatever's on your heart yeah anyways guys (laughs) be blessed hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week hear from you no you'll hear from us yeah (laughs) this is just a nightmare closing anyways it's okay have a great day guys see you later Mm